gonna be a Jedi. What it is, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pedler, but you can call me Fish. With me, as always, is my favorite sack of shit, Connor McDuff. You oh, fucking bastard. Sorry, did I cut you off? You fucking bastard. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you, you son of a bitch? It felt good. I'm not going to lie. You're a fucking animal. You're a dead set animal. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, Connor, this week, um, we're doing something a little special. What are we doing? We're reviewing all the Star Wars films. This week, it's The Phantom Menace, the very first one. Well, in the in the story. Yes. For, fourth one. The fourth. Never, never mind. Never mind. That's what, actually, I, I, I found this one, it's a little uh, convoluted on how, like, if you say we're going to cover the entire Star Wars saga, does that mean we're doing all those Ewok movies as well? Because we're not. No, but get fucked. We're not doing that shit. <laughs> we're not doing fucking Ewok movies. Everybody fuck was off. Was like Caravan of Courage and, and stuff? How many of them are there? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. I know there's the, there's the Luke Skywalker Christmas special where he goes to Kashyyyk. Hold on. Is it actually Luke? Is it Mark Hamill? No, no. God, no. So no, who is it? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Is it live <laughs> I've action? Never, I've never... Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, and there's like the Clone Wars as well. And then, oh, there's just so fucking much. There's so much. Yes. But what we are doing are all the the main Star Wars saga. So episode one, one to, to seven, eventually. We're getting on to The Force Awakens oh, yeah. when that eventually happens. Though I just realized we've just signed up for fucking seven movies. Good God. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It's better than the fucking bullshit we'd have to review anyway, to be honest. <laughs> That's true. Let's be real here. No one, none of us want to do it. That's true. So we are starting at episode one, the fourth in the series. Uh, mm. the, the, the long-awaited return to the Star Wars world, I guess. The Star Wars galaxy um, from the, the master, George Lucas. Do people really call him that anymore? Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's from that dickhead who made one good movie and three bad ones. <laughs> um, well, let's start this off because for once, I'm not the fan coming into this. I feel like everything that we review, I like every You're franchise. I'm and usually, I'm the fan! I'm usually the one who's, who's you know going to be sticking up for these things because I have some sort of connection to them. And this time, I don't. It's all I'm not, me, fuckers. Yeah. Not really a Star Wars fan. Like I, I like it, but I, I was, I wasn't brought up on it like you were. So, Connor, why don't you give us a bit of your like, give us your background in Star Wars. Where did it start, and take us to where I you are now? I grew up with it, Dad. When I, um, Dad used to, Dad used to force it down my throat, and I pretty much loved it instantly. I grew up with it, bought all the toys, seen all the episodes, seen two and three in cinemas. Never saw one. Was three years old when it came out, and four, five, and six wasn't alive. But I fucking love Star Wars. I'm completely obsessed. I always have been obsessed and I own a lot of Star Wars merchandise. My god, it's all in the garage actually locked up in boxes, but I fucking love it. I'm obsessed with Star Wars. It was my thing. Those were the toys I'd play with. Those were the, the stories I'd imagine. It was always Star Wars related. I fucking love Star Wars. So, so it's needless to say that you're very excited about the new film. A uh, little bit. Little <laughs> bit. God damn, I'm pumped. Like, I'm so, I'm so keen. It's gonna yeah. be so fucking good. Well, I've said it before. Like, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't brought up on Star Wars. I don't think we even owned a Star Wars VHS when I was a kid. I, you know, my friends had it, and I'd, I'd watch it at their place, and I'd watch it on TV. So I definitely saw it all when I was. I do remember going with my uncle to see uh, A New Hope when they re-released it in cinemas. I think they did when you know George Lucas did the whole. 
you know, went over it and put all the CG shit into it. I don't remember it being in cinemas, huh? It probably was before you were alive. <laughs> so, um, Jesus. I'm fairly sure it was before The Phantom Menace because I was still, I was fairly young. I was in primary school. I remember that being quite a big, a big deal. Um, you know, my own, my own dad won't take me to see Star Wars, but my fucking <laughs> uncle did. Um, so, you know, good on your uncle Russ. <laughs> and, um, but I, yeah, I don't. I didn't have any of the toys. I like I've I've always said I was a Ninja Turtle and a, a Jurassic Park guy. That was that was me as a kid, and Power Rangers, Star Wars, and sci-fi. I was never really into. I um, but when it came to sci-fi, Star Wars, I I did like. I never had. I never liked Star Trek. I thought Star Trek was fucking boring. Um, so coming into it, it was always. I guess Star Wars is the fucking way to be, man. I tell you what. Yeah. It's the way to be, except for Phantom Menace, which I want to discuss with you. I want to talk about. Well, that's the funny thing is because like, uh, like I've said, my, my Star Wars movie was the Phantom Menace. Yeah. So it was mine as well. Like it came out. Yeah. It came out when I was like, I don't know, 12. (laughs) Um, I, I remember it was like the right time. And I went and seen it, and I remember thinking Darth Maul was fucking badass, and you know, double lightsabers and all this sort of shit. I loved all that sort of thing. Like I, I wasn't wasn't obsessed with it. I didn't go out and buy it or do anything else with it. But I, I do remember really liking it when it did re-return, and I think I just kind of got caught up in the in the bit of the hype because it was fucking huge when this came. I remember you couldn't go anywhere without seeing fucking Darth Maul's face or, you know, Qui Gon Jinn and fucking lightsabers I, and shit everywhere I don't even recall. it was mad it was fucking crazy and um pinball machines video games like everything they were everywhere and i like i did I, it wasn't until like i got older that i realized that people actually didn't like this film <laughs> yeah I, I was the same i was the exact same i thought everyone loved it until the age of about 14 yeah I thought everybody loved loved this movie yeah, because it was just like it was just such a big deal that I just assumed that everyone liked it, and I, don't, I guess I didn't have like any hardcore Star Wars fans that were you know naysaying on it, and and I guess when you you know ten, eleven, twelve, you don't really give a shit. It's fucking Star Wars, like yeah, like like you said, it's hard not to like anything that's Star Wars because you have that bias of being brought up on it. I don't know. Look, Star Wars is just such a big part of of my life like it's such a huge thing i think it is for a lot of people but um with that comes just this like i, I don't know it's an obsession it's i i think the way i feel about star wars i said it before is exactly how you feel about jurassic park like yeah you just you can't help but enjoy some aspect of the whole universe it's yeah. fucking beautiful yeah. but i i love it i love star wars it's great but yeah i um I would like to discuss. I would like to discuss the menace that is Phantom. Tell us about the man, the the Phantom Menace. <laughs> well, the Phantom Menace is the first. The first story-wise is the first one. It follows a young Obi Wan Kenobi and his master Qui Gon Jinn. Um, and I can't even fucking tell you the story because it's uh it's quite long and and convoluted. But the the core of it, uh, what I think Lucas wanted was they end up on Tatooine. They meet a, a child, Anakin Skywalker, um, and they believe he could be... His metachlorian count is very high, and they believe he could be the chosen one. So they bring him back. They want to train him as a Jedi. And all the while, the evil Sith Lord, Darth Sidious, and his apprentice, Darth Maul, are like, Nah, bitch, not happening. So they uh, try and fuck up the Jedi's plan. While the Trade Federation are trying to evade Naboo, due to Darth Sidious's political power. 
And so the fucking Gungans and the Nabooians have to fucking stop that shit from happening. And it ends with Darth Maul killing Qui-Gon Jinn. I mean, it's an old movie. Darth Maul kills Qui-Gon Jinn. Obi-Wan kills Darth Maul. Um, the Trade Federation gets shut down because Anakin's in uh, Starfighter and blows up their hub, which is fucking stupid. Who the fuck? Anyway, um, and then <laughs> and then fucking Obi-Wan's like, old train, Anakin. Yoda's like, whatever, dickhead. Um, the end. That's pretty much it. That's what happens. So what, what was the reason? I, I can't remember. What was the reasoning between that the Trade Federation... Um, invading Naboo again what was it was it because it they had stopped the path or something of that of their trading paths and it was some I don't know look it's fucking political honestly I can't remember it's just it was like it was all Sidious Sidious telling them to do it so the reason was Darth Sidious was promising them like all this intense amount of power and like all these riches and fame and stuff and so they did it for that and they bullshitted and said it was for some other reason to get on Naboo, but they pretty much like they they denied a treaty and stuff, and like and like that's and they they did that when because Obi Wan and Qui Gon go to negotiate with them over the treaty and stuff, and then that's like the start of the movie, and that's when they fucking destroy they they blow up the the pilots at the very beginning of the yeah, film yeah 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 and that's how it starts is them fucking ruining their lives and then they lose anyway and then Newt Gamry the the fucking ambiguously racist Chinese alien is in the second one. I don't even know what happens. Anyway, that's that's the, that's what happens. That's the gist of it. <laughs> well, that that is um, the one thing that I do not remember because this is probably the first time. No, I do. I lie. I did. I did watch it when they re-released this in 3D a few years ago. Um, remember, they were going to re-release all the Star Wars films in 3D. Yeah, and when they only 3D did number one. It only did number one, which is pretty funny. Um, but I do remember seeing it then, and I, I still don't think I actually got what was going on in this film. And it's not until watching it this time, with probably, you know, a, a critique's eye as well, that I actually picked up what the fucking plot, of, like, well, what the goings-on of all this fucking political bullshit was. And um, the one thing I'm just, I can understand... <laughs> Why people were so pissed off because yep. why are we making a fucking political fucking, you know, star? Yeah, off? there's a right. fucking lot of it. There oh is my a God. I didn't realize until coming back and watching it this time yeah. because like, obviously I remember all the really cool things like the, you know, the Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, Darth Maul battle, the final yeah. battle, fucking pod races, all that sort of shit. Fucking awesome. But... I, yeah, how the fuck did I get through this movie as a kid? Because none of this would have made any sense to me. It barely makes sense to me now. It's just political bullshit that is just, okay, so you're talking about, yeah, trade paths and one person wants to, you know, smuggle dirty shit through this area, but one one planet won't let you and blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, fuck. And then, like, look, there's... <laughs> <laughs> this conversation could go in a lot of different directions. I think the main one, there's two things in particular that I would love to bring up first, just to make sure we get to them. Okay. First one is that bunny rabbit motherfucker, Jar Jar Binks. Holy God, I fucking hate Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> so fucking much. I fucking hate that dude. What a twat. I fucking hate Jar Jar Binks. Oh my god, I hate Jar Jar Binks. He's a fucking idiot. Oh my god. Well, it's a, I'm actually glad that you brought Jar Jar Binks after we just brought up the politics side of things because it 
is two complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Like yeah. there's goofy slapstick fucking stupid comedy with J- Jar Jar Binks and his clumsiness and then like straight up fucking political drama between yeah. worlds. And so like it's for it, the kids. What's for the kids? What is what for the kids? Like, for yeah, the like kids. look, I look as a kid, I remember thinking Jar Jar Binks was quite funny. Um, so obviously I was focused all the way on that sort of thing. But it's it, it's just it's just really confusing to me that um, you know Lucas would go with such a political um, basis for this story because it, it is purely it's was well, not purely a kids movie but it's purely a family orientated film which the other ones were as well like from from my memories of the original um, trilogy like yeah it had it had a bit of like you know political business like with just different races and such but i i just remember it being like a fun cool movie just following a guy it's like coming of age story of luke skywalker yeah. whereas this one yeah he's, he's he's he seems to be very confused with what sort of fucking movie he wants to make because he's got a fuck wit like jar jar binks in there and then so much political rubbish oh man i just don't like them i loved look i loved everything about this movie growing up but very similar to yourself you can't not i fucking loved star wars but when the moment you reflect upon it is like what the fuck were you thinking like <laughs> did you like, hate did you hate jar jar as a kid though no i loved jar jar as a kid yeah. like i i'd never had a jar jar like i owned i owned so many figurines i fucking i only ever got jar jar like near the end of my sort of yeah, okay. Episode one obsession. Actually, so now that we're talking, I think I may have had a Jar Jar Binks action figure and it may have been yeah. the only one I had. Oh my God. It, it's fucking like, my God, man, the guy is just, he's because like in the film, like story wise, he is actually important, but isn't at all. Like I was just going to say, where is he? Like he's, what's, he's a, what is his he's reason? A, he's a Gungan. So he's there to, he's only helpful because he to break- becomes- yeah, to bring the Naboo and the Gungans back yeah. together. Yeah, that's pretty much fucking it. Other than that, he just hangs around and he's a fucking idiot the whole time. He fucking yeah. puts his tongue in an electric current. Fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking starts pissing off some droids. Fucking idiot. Like, he's just a dumb shit. And all George Lucas has done, George Lucas, like, puts him in the back of scenes with dialogue to kind of add interest to the scene and then just has him do something silly while the dialogue's going on. Yeah. does it all the time. Like, Sebulba. Oh, my God, Sebulba. Why wasn't he in, in more films? Fucking Sebulba. Like, Is that the almost, pod racer guy? Yeah, yeah. Tries to kill him. Yeah. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. And he just sits there and he, like, pisses everyone off. The movie would not change without him in it. The only reason he's put in there is so it's more entertaining because the fucking dialogue is so boring. Well, that's what I noticed as well. I noticed like, you know, especially there was one scene where um, I think it's when Queen Amidala first get, is it to Coruscant? Yeah. Where he meets that that guy um, that um, who becomes- who, what's he? Uh, what's he become? Like the um, ambassador or the fucking? Oh right, yeah, the guy that looks like Palpatine that isn't. He looks like what? He looks like Palpatine, but he isn't. Who's Palpatine? Darth Sidious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did think that. So I, yeah. I, I was like, is this this? There's going to be something because I can't remember the rest of it. And I was yeah. assuming he was going to come back as Darth, but he doesn't. Palpatine is Darth Sidious. Yeah, I thought it was. Fucking hell! Spoiler shit. I um, but I did. Sorry, call it. what I, the fuck? What do you mean spoiler? Everyone knows 
knows that? Dude, I haven't seen the fucking these movies in years. I've, oh, I've only seen the well, first you're, you're one. Like, you're like but, meant to know. It's not a secret. In no, I, it was fairly fucking obvious. I was going to yeah. bring it up. Like, that guy's definitely coming back as yeah, he's... He, and they even, like, you know, in the final shot, one of the final shots of the film when Qui-Gon's burning at the end, they, like, linger on him when they say something about... The, you know, the Sith or something. Yeah. I don't know. But, it um, me, sorry, it's just so weird talking to someone who doesn't completely know everything about Star Wars because I know so much. Like, it just weirds me out <laughs> hearing you going like, what do you mean? Like, anyway, go on. Yeah, but that scene where she, she comes and meets up with him for the first time, Anakin and Jar Jar are in the back just doing something stupid. And I remember being like, why the fuck would they even be there? Like, yeah. There's no reason that... You know, one, this kid would go into all these political meetings, and two, they would keep this fucking idiot of a fucking alien around because he's clumsy and and is you know fucking shit up. <laughs> but it is yes, totally sure. exactly what you're saying because because it's like George Lucas is like, oh shit, man, this you know I want to get real serious with this and drop this you know all these this Game of Thrones bullshit, but hold on, we oh, the kids might not like it. So we'll just put Jar Jar in there and it'll be, it'll be all yeah, good. pretty much. But you're totally right. He's he's just a fucking waste of space for the most part. And as a, as a kid, by the way, in episode two and three, he's barely in it. And as a kid, I'm like, where the fuck is Jar Jar? And now as an mm. adult, I'm like, thank God. I understand what they did. Like, <laughs> they're like, wow, that was a bad idea. Anyway, yeah. I apologize. Moving on. Look, I don't, I don't find him like as fucking annoying as everybody seems to think he is like he is he is like an idiot i do i do find him amusing but i think it would if they could have just worked him into the plot a little bit more rather than just being there and then oh well we can use him as a way to connect these two armies together to fight against the the trade federation i like it's there's no reason especially like you know no nonsense people like qui-gon jinn having a fuckwit like that around. There is no, there is nothing yep. in any of the character MO that would have this fucking idiot just the- messing shit up. And especially with all these important, like, things going on. Like, they don't need him there. Just send him to the fucking bar or something. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. Yeah. Um, now, on the opposite end of the scale, we've got Darth Maul, who is the coolest motherfucker Oh, my God. Ever. Why like, was- Darth Still the coolest dude ever. Yeah. Don't fuck with him, man. Who the fuck wants to mess with Darth Maul? He's such a cool character. He's Holy so shit. cool. And that's what I remember the most from the marketing. I remember this demon-faced motherfucker. He was on all the toys. He was on all the posters. He had that double, that double fucking yeah, lightsaber. Double lightsaber. And it was just like, shit, man. Like, this guy could be the one who could be more badass than Darth, than Darth Vader. Vader. Like, and he had everything going for him. And, like, even in the film, he's badass. He doesn't say much. He's so quiet. But, like, my favorite scene in the whole film, by the way, is still Qui-Gon Jinn fighting Darth Maul in the desert. Um, that is fucking cool. Isn't oh, it? yeah. When, when he's like, yeah. get behind me. And fucking, he just comes off his speeder. Yeah. And they have that, oh, man, it's so badass. Like, what a cool scene. Yeah. Like a cool, ah, oh, ah, oh, such a good little fucking it, bit of And it works so much for Darth Maul's character. There's no fucking around. He's there yeah. and he's there to kill you. He's, he's like Terminator style. He's not going to stop. He's Pretty like, much. You know, but, but like, but, they fucking have that bit and they have him at the end. Other than that, he's not in it. Yeah, where the fuck was he for the whole film? He's not in the film at all. Like, there's <laughs> nothing about him. He just doesn't, he doesn't even linger. You kind of just, oh. you see him occasionally, but he's not even, he's not remotely intimidating at all at any other point. It's so weird. Like, it's such a weird thing. 
to see. I find he's intimidating any time that he's on screen. He's just not yeah. on screen enough. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, but like he doesn't kill anyone no. except for Qui-Gon, but he doesn't kill yeah. anyone else. Um, like it's just, it's so strange. I just never got it. Even as a kid, I'm like, where's Darth Maul? Like, why do they not have him in this? Yeah. I, um, you know, that bit where, where he finally comes to, to the big showdown at the end and like they open the doors and Darth Maul's just there and that fucking yeah. epic music starts up. Jewel the Fates. Yeah. In my, um, in my head from like the little memory I had of this film, I was like, oh, this is the bit where Darth Maul just fucking massacres all of the Nabooians or however you yeah. say it. And no. hey. Yeah, yeah, you know, keep yeah. going. I, said, no, I thought you were like, no, that's wrong. No. <laughs> like, sorry, man. Yeah, Nabooians, is that what you say? Is that I don't know what the fuck it is. I just called them Nabooians. It Prin- sounds right. Naboons. Fucking Princess Leia's. Uh, oh, fuck. Prince Amidala. Prince, Princess Amidala's fucking army. I, I was like, this is the bit where he just massacres them. And then they're like, we've got this. And they, the army goes aside and it's just the two fucking. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, no. Which makes no fucking sense. Oh. Wouldn't you just shoot the shit out of him? Yeah. Like, holy <laughs> exactly. fuck, blast him away, please. Exactly. And at least show us that, you know, he can take on a whole army. Yeah. And it's like, how are two, you know, Jedi's ever going to beat this guy? The problem the problem this film has as well, and a lot of what I'm saying is very similar to Pinkett, Plinkett's review from Red Letter Media, who is a fucking, he's brilliant. Um, David, if you ever want to listen to someone rant about this film, it goes for 90 minutes. It's fucking great, though. Like, it is just phenomenal. Anyway, one of the things he says, and he's totally correct, is that this film doesn't have a protagonist. Like, who is this film's protagonist? Oh, it's the, not closest, fucking a- the closest is Qui-Gon, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not but Qui-Gon. He's, but he's like a mentor, so it's like... Oh. And it's not Obi-Wan, and no. it's not Anakin, and it's not Padme, and it's not fucking Jar Jar. Like, nobody in this... <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is the... Imagine but, that. like, he's pretty... He's in every scene. Like, yeah. nobody in this film really has... A, a protagonist role. Anakin is found halfway through the film. He's a kid. He's got. He's. He doesn't do anything. He's fucking annoying. Man, I just don't like Anakin in this film at all. Um, yeah. Let's, and then we'll like talk about him in a sec. <laughs> like Obi Wan should be. For the love of God, Obi Wan should have been the protagonist. It should have been Obi Wan's story. The original three should be Obi Wan's story about him and and Anakin, and which is not. Which is something I want to bring up later. And it's not Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon's a mentor. He's meant to be the Obi-Wan of this... He's meant to be the Ben Kenobi, the wise old man. But he's not even wise. And the other thing that doesn't establish protagonists is that every single one of these characters is fucking boring. Every single one. Obi-Wan's boring. Qui-Gon's boring. Padme's boring. Anakin's boring. They never have any real conversations. They never have any real personality. And like... I blame Anakin because he's a shitty actor and the script is the real reason. And and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are Jedi. So they've got this fucking like sageness about them. But it's fucking annoying because it's dumb. If you remember Yoda in episode five, he's a fucking maniac when they meet him. Like he's yeah, a crazy yeah, hermit. Yeah. Obi-Wan's wise and calm. He's the closest one to a sage. He's been gone for like 40, 30, what is it? 20 years or something? Like he deserves to be this fucking sage character. Not fucking Qui-Gon. Obi-Wan's an apprentice. Obi-Wan's a pattern one in this. Mm. He's meant to be young and restless. Even in episode five, Obi-Wan says, I was young and restless back then. Obi-Wan is nothing but calm the whole way through this film. He's nothing but relaxed. He's really just a background character, if anything. Yeah. Until until the end, and then then it turns over when you know the. But it's so weird. It's well the way the way I sort of saw it. I saw this as Qui-Gon's film, 
Um, this was it, and yeah. Kawagon is a tool to get us to. Uh, he he's like the the transition to get us to Anakin, um, you know, and then eventually he's he's popped off, and then the torch is passed on to Obi Wan and Anakin, um, which I vaguely remember from the other two films. So like, and we'll talk about that when we get to those. But at this other, point, yeah, the other two the other two have other issues that, that aren't this. Yeah, he's the closest. Qui Gon is the closest, um, but I still yeah. don't think it's a good thing. Exactly. Um, and and when you're talking about everyone being boring, um, look, I I like the idea of every one of these characters. I like the way they look. I like like the world. I like you know sort of the setup of them. But it does come back to the way the performances are performed. Um, there's no passion. There's no there's no character, <laughs> and yeah. it's and it's it has to come down to George Lucas just As being like you know what everything just has to be deadpan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, because in this world, even though, you know, everything was so over the top in the original trilogy, but let's fucking dial it back down. Because may- maybe he was feeling self-conscious about Mark Hamill's shitty acting in the original ones and was like, oh, we just need to bring it down. So then he just made everybody shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just... Oh, and, uh, like, you know, every every conversation just feels like they're reading. It's like they're having their first table read of the script. They're not yeah. actually in the character. Um, some of the times, like, you know, it, it just feels like they're not even talking. It's like a voiceover is going because it's just, oh yeah, no, it's bad. It's bad. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's quite bad. Um, and like, I love Ewan McGregor and in the next two films, he's phenomenal. He's one of the only two characters in the original trilogy that I, in the, in the prequel trilogy that I believe, well, there's a few, None of the main cast, uh, but he takes a cake. And this one, he's still pretty bland. Shmi Skywalker is the best. Shmi Skywalker in this film is gives the best performance, which is uh, Anakin's mum. Oh, she, really? Yeah, she, I think what? I honestly believe she's phenomenal in this film. Oh, I think she's, wow. I think nice. she's fucking great. I thought she um, was just fucking as deadpan as they come as well. Holy crap! No, I I really enjoyed it. I liked her. I thought she gave something to it. But we're, we're talking about. Obviously, it's the script and the direction. Obviously, like there's nothing else to it. it. That's what it is because every single character and actor, like everything about this is that way. Obviously, that's what it is. The only one that isn't is fucking Jar Jar. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like, right. And then the- well, I um, but talking about the mum, I just want to bring up like I I've, I felt the whole scene with him with Anakin moving away from you know, his mum just going, it just happened so quickly and it was all just so accepted and, and, and she, like, yeah. I, I, I thought she would be more upset yet happy for him. It's there, but it's not at the same time. I don't know. Like, that's why I wasn't really a big fan of her. Once again, not her fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I don't really like the idea of this, this whole Jesus fucking comparison where she didn't, you know, she just was create he was created in her yeah. in her belly. It was yeah. something about the mini glorians, like he was created from them. Is that is that where it was going? I heard something. Uh, yeah. So I I it's just like, oh yeah. fuck off. You know, Listen, Metachlorians are the biggest load of bullshit ever. What Metachlorians mean, David, like when the original truly withdrew out and like the way it works is like anyone can have the force. The force is everywhere. It's around you. It's just you need to learn how to manipulate it. So if you're a Jedi, you're capable of manipula- manipulating the force. You know, you're one with it. You know, you're a sage, you're a monk. Metachlorians, it's like what it does, it's like, no, only certain people can be Jedi and you have to have these fucking things inside your body that allow you to be a Jedi and you need to be born with it. So pretty much it's just like, 
it's fucking stupid. It's what it is. It makes no sense. Yeah. Why do people need midichlorians? It should just be the force. Like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. If you can connect with the force it. and such, yeah. What do you mean? Like, and it's he's he's the chosen one. It's this Jesus figure. I just I'm so I was even as a kid I was so bothered that Anakin didn't have a real dad. Like, a dad, yeah. Why yeah. does he? Why does he have to not have a dad? Why does he have to be this chosen one? Because, like. In the original trilogy, and even in number two and three, he's just a fucking guy. Like, he's not even portrayed as phenomenal at anything. He's just a Jedi. Like, mm -hmm. he's, in, in the written stuff, like, he's meant to be the best swordsman out of all the Jedi. But, like, when you watch it, he's just, like, as good as Obi-Wan. Like, he's fine. He's just fucking there. Why yeah. can't he just be a fucking dude who's the chosen one because they can fucking see of him? Of his and, skill. Because they're fucking, they, Yoda can read into the Force. Oh, he's the chosen one. Like, I can see that. Cool. And then he, like, you know, there's still Destiny and all that other bullshit. But it doesn't need to be like, oh, my God. He's, it, it makes no sense. Because even Darth Vader isn't that fucking crash hot. He's intimidating as fuck and he can choke people. But plenty of, oh, I just, eh. Least, I feel like anyone who you can who can use you know, wield the powers of the force are going to be fucking intimidating badass. Any one yeah. of them could be a chosen one because even in the exactly even in the films, all the Jedi are pretty much the same. Like they're all pretty badass the whole way through. Yeah, um, I do want to take this time to bring up um our our boy Jesse Benjamin. He's um he's left us a, a huge review on of the Phantom Menace on our Facebook page. Did he really? I didn't see it. He did, yeah. Check it out. It's on. It's it's in the comments of our little flyer for this retrospective series. Um, I was just reading oh, yeah. earlier today, and Jesse, man, fucking nice work. You've gone deep into this shit, and, and we like it. So I'm going to bring up some of the points that he's brought up, because he, he did talk a little bit about Anakin's mother and Jar Jar yeah, right and... Now. And Darth Maul. So we've we've gone through all these characters. I want to I want to bring up what he was saying. He said, "I don't really agree with the character of Anakin's mother either. She immaculately conceived the kid and just accepts this Jedi taking him away." That's kind of how I felt as well. I was really confused. Like, it, there's no, it's not a big deal with when she when Qui Gon's like, "Yeah, I'm going to take him." Like, I sort of I sort of got that there was some sort of understanding there. Like, she, because, I guess, she fucking, you know, is Mary, the mother of God, fucking the mother of Jesus or whatever. This is, she knew, but, like, they don't really play with it, and it just comes across wanky, because it's like, oh, he's Jesus. No, not cool. Yeah, uh, um, it's, it's quite frustrating. It just makes me annoyed. <laughs> Some film makes me annoyed. Such a, yeah, anyway. Um, then he did also talk about Jar Jar. Um, he said, I don't think Jar Jar is that annoying. I think the main issue is that he's totally unnecessary, which we've just said. <laughs> Absolutely, Jesse. Fucking spot on. Uh, he makes the film longer, and this is the last thing this film needed. It does start yep. to drag after a while. Um, I, I thought it was more because of just the politic bullshit, but... Um, and then he said, I would have appreciated the time spent on Jar Jar being spent on getting to know Darth Maul better. Yes. Yeah. Fucking Look, oath. I think everyone who, I think everyone who watches this film and like anyone with any sort of hindsight is in agreement that Darth Maul was the biggest, coolest part of this film and they totally neglected they, it. There's no yeah, secret about it. Of point, course yeah. they need to fucking show Darth Maul more. He's a fucking king. He's the fucking best. Um, yeah. then again, episode two, Count Dooku was pretty fucking cool as well, but Darth Maul needed to be in it more. It's quite, it bothers me quite a bit that he wasn't. But while we're talking about, um, mini Glorians or whatever the fuck they are before, um, you know how they bring, um, Anakin in 
to the uh, Jedi Council. Is that what they are? Yeah. Um, and and they sort of and they're doing the force tests. Yeah, the little tests on him. Um, and and Yoda says to him like, "Oh, are you scared?" And and Anakin's like, "No." And he says, "I oh, miss your mum. You do or whatever." And he's all like, "Well, yeah, I do. She's my mum. I yeah. I hope she's okay. I miss her." And then he turns it into this big speech about like, <laughs> well. You know, fear you. You fear for your mum, so that will become hate, and then that hate will become pain the dark side. And it's like, hold suffering on, the pain. So, yeah. so no person, like no fucking seven-year-old kid or however old he is, is supposed to miss their parents. Like, I feel like any kid at that age, with Jedi training or not, are gonna miss their parents. Yeah, I kind of got that. You know, Yoda can just sense in the Force that this this guy's an evil motherfucker, and they need to not train him, and they need to keep him away from, you know, these powers. But like, it was just a silly way of doing it. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. It's it's kind of it's kind of one of those quotes that is just a bit fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> it I don't I'm pretty sure it's from pretty sure it's from Episode One. Fear yeah, Fear is past. I don't know. Anyway, it's fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah, it's silly. Um, it's a dumb way to foreshadow that Anakin's Darth Vader, like really dumb. Um, I don't even know why Anakin's so young in this film. I'd always, I'd like, it makes no sense. Why not just make Anakin like an adult, like, or just like a teenager, you know? Why not just make him this older character with some personality to him, some sort of mm. savvy to him? Why does he have to be a nine-year-old? Like, why the fuck does anyone want to watch that? It's boring. It's annoying. There's no, like, ugh. Yeah, like is no, it is it no. was it some sort of attempt to like so like kids can relate? I want to be Anakin because he gets to hang out with the Jedi. That's fucking dumb. People just want to be the Jedi. Nobody, you don't need to put a kid in there for kids to feel like they could be in this universe. Kids want to be the cool characters. Kids want to be Han Solo. Kids want to be Yoda. Kids want to be Qui Gon Jinn. Kids want to be fucking Darth Maul. Like you don't need a child. Like no one's going to envision themselves as the kid in the film. They're going to envision themselves as the cool, awesome fucking character. I remember I who I wanted to be as a kid. I wanted to be fucking Boba Fett. Who didn't want to be Boba Fett? Like. <laughs> yeah. It makes no fucking sense. There's no reason to have this character there. And it's really frustrating. And I just, I didn't like it. I'd rather him be older with anger already in him. Like from the abuse from Watto. Like he's not, that's annoying. Look, I, look, I had no real problem with him being a kid. I liked that they sort of brought in how he is like a good kid. Like he's a really like kind-spirited person. Like, everything he does is probably something that, you know, Luke Skywalker would do later on. Yeah. Um, so, I appreciated that. And, look, I like I like the idea they have behind this Anakin fucking... <laughs> behind this Anakin Skywalker. But the big problem is Jake Lloyd, the kid who played him, is fucking terrible. He is just horrible. Yeah. And I could have gone with it and I don't remember him being this bad because obviously as a kid, I didn't give a shit. I, I just remember thinking he was cool because he could fly a pod racer. But when it comes down to it now, as an adult watching this, it's just unbearable. Like, it is wow. Yeah. Like, And I like this kid. He's in one of my all-time favorite fucking um, Christmas films, Jingle All The Way with Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Fuck, he is too. He's, you know, but in that movie... All the acting's bad, so it's all good. <laughs> you know, and it's a cheesy, stupid movie. But this is Star Wars. Like, yeah, I've like I have I've never known the Star Wars movies for fantastic performances, but like they they work for for the the universe. And this just doesn't work. He is just so shit. 
I feel so bad for the kid too. Like, he has become the laughing stock of a generation of people. Um, and, like, imagine just like his career's done in acting, obviously. I know he's not acting, but just imagine being this guy and being hated. He went to this, this footage of him at a convention. He's gone to this convention to do signings um, the other year. For fans, for people who liked his, for people who like Star Wars Episode One, like yeah. for people, and there's a guy, and it's just this footage of this dude interviewing him, like oh, I'm interviewing Jake Lloyd, and all he does the whole time is just fucking bully him, like make uh. fun of him for the film and shit, and it's the saddest thing I've ever seen. Like I felt, I felt sick watching, watching it because I was just like, oh my goodness, it's, ah. Uh. It is. It oh, is. That man. is sad, and I feel, and, so bad, and I feel bad for him as well. Because, like, he, I like, I, like I said, he's he's great in Jingle All the Way as Schwarzenegger's son. Like, it's a Turbo Man doll. Like, fucking, I, I just remember he's yeah. great in that, and it's not just his fault. Like, he is really bad, but yeah, I'm sure it comes back to you know the directing and such. But there had to be a point somewhere where they just realized that this is the start. This is the, you know, the origin story of one of the most beloved characters of all time. And we're letting this be okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like they needed to pull a back to the future and, you know, in back to the future, I think it was Eric, Eric Stoltz was originally Marty McFly. And two weeks in, they realized this just wasn't working. So they fucking bowed on him and got my, um, got, um, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox in there. Yeah. And now it's a fantastic film. Everybody loves it. This could have happened. This is Star Wars. Like, you you put the money and you take the time to make this right, <laughs> you know? But, you know, I guess there's so many other problems with the film that it would have taken a whole other budget to to fix most of this. But it is sad, but... I feel bad for him. I just feel so bad for the but- kid, honestly. Like, I just... Yeah. Well, listen, I want to like we're doing a lot of ragging here and I I feel like I'm being a lot more negative than I actually feel about this film. Like, yes, it's bad. Yes, it's it's um, you know, nothing compared to the originals. But what I do remember from from, you know, being a kid about this kid with Jake Lloyd when he's playing Anakin is how fucking cool it is when he's flying those pod races. Oh, pod races, man. Really? I wasn't a fan of that either. Oh, really? You didn't like the yeah. pod races? Really? No. Why? Not, not in hindsight, anyway. I just... Because there's no threat. Like, a couple of them blow up because they can't fucking drive, but... I don't know. There was no tension going into it. It's, like, set up as a race. And the only reason it's in the film is because George Lucas liked NASCAR and put it in as, like, a homage to NASCAR. Like, I just... I had... There was nothing about it to me that was was entertaining. Like, it's a very really? boring... Yeah, the sound of them though. Dude, I could not disagree with you more. This yeah. is probably my favorite part of the film. I it was when I was a kid, and it probably still is now. I think it is just a fantastic scene. And yeah, we all know he's going to win, but the race is actually well done. Like that Sabolba dude's being a jerk and fucking all the shit. It's like its own movie in itself. It, it takes so long this whole Tatooine fucking scene um, sequence, but I. Yeah, I really dug it. And there's something about those pod races. I just think they're so cool. I remember as a kid, there was a pod racer like arcade game and it was like so cool. You actually rem- got to I sit. You got to sit it. in a pod racer. So mm-hmm. fucking badass. I remember there was a pod racer PS2 game and I played the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. There was. But I like I thought um, Jake Lloyd was quite good 
at being a kid driving a pod racer. Like I liked him in that bit. Like I found it, I found it quite entertaining. And you know, I I actually believed that his character knew how to build one of these things for one and drive it like a boss. Like when he like jumps over Sebulba at that time, like it lands in front of him. Like it's just all so cool to me. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I just wish there was tension to it. I wish they weren't just racing. I wish they were cha- like getting chased by something or like, by the way, there's that fucking character in the pod race or a sing that girl that's just kind of leaning over the edge. She's got the sniper rifle, like the pod races. Do you know what I mean? That shot. She's in literally one shot and she looks over. She's got, she looks fucking badass, right? Literally one shot she's in. I don't understand why. Is she like, one of the, the people shooting at the... No, those are Tusken Raiders. She's standing over the edge in one shot. She looks over um, and as they go past, she's just li- literally one shot. That's it. I'd never understood Fuck. why. I, don't, I didn't pick her. Who, who is she? Is she someone important? No, she's... No, not at all. She, that's the whole thing. She's in this one shot for no reason, but she's just this really interesting character. Let me show you the shot she's in. It's just so odd. It was such a... It's such an odd thing to kind of add in hmm. i heard the i heard the listeners know what i'm talking about or saying red she got red jumpsuit yeah no i don't even remember seeing it that's that's how yeah. you know how quick it must have been but i um when you're saying there's no tension i feel like there kind of is because if like he doesn't win this race it's they aren't getting out of there like i don't always need there to be starfighters chasing these people and they I, I just thought it was cool it was fun it was like we got to see like the real world of Anakin Skywalker before he becomes a Jedi. Like I like just seeing this is what people do in this galaxy when they're not Jedi's. I I don't know. Maybe that was what spoke to me. Okay, so I also want to bring something up uh, that our boy Jesse said as well. He said I also thought it was weird that there was no music during the pod race scene. Curious to see what you guys think about that. What do you think? Yeah, I think I thought it was really strange. I didn't understand why. It's so weird. Um, just because the whole movie is full of it and then there's this one scene where it isn't. I'm pretty sure in the last scene in Return of the Jedi when they're on the speeder bikes, it's the same. I don't remember there being music. I, I need to rewatch it. But mm. I, We I will be. I, we will be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's odd. It is really odd. It's I don't I just don't like that scene to begin with, so I'm a little biased already. So you're already but... biased, yeah, right. Well, listen, I, I thought it was quite effective because you get to hear the roar of the um, you know, oh, the, the, pod the race engines, the pod great. race, and they sound so good. Like the sound design in itself is is fucking fantastic in that scene. And and now thinking about now after just talking about how I liked that it was like taking us into the real world of some of these characters, I think because there's not all this grand um awesome music going on which is usually saved for the big you know battles and jedi fights and all that sort of thing i think it grounded it a little bit for me so i honestly didn't even realize it watching it because i was into the scene um but now in hindsight i i think i like it so yeah there you go yeah i don't think i'm a i don't think i'm a huge fan <laughs> yeah but like you said um you are biased. To to I am quite biased. God fucking damn it. Now, I want to talk about the Naboo scene with the Gungans versus the droids. That, now, this is kind of where I want to be taking this conversation completely because we're nearing the end of our little escapade with this fucking... The battles. The battles are kind of like what, as a child, I remembered. Yeah, and um, it's what this movie's building up to building the entire up to, time. Um, why the fuck would you have four battles at the same time? You've got Padme... You've got the Jedi, you've got the Starfighter, then you've got the, the fucking Gungans fighting. So it's four separate sequences trying to play in real time at the same time. It's 
fucking ridiculous. Why do it? Really? One, yeah. I don't want to fucking see Gungans fighting droids. It was so stupid. Like, <laughs> Gungan weaponry is fucking ridiculous. They're swinging fucking metal balls and shit. They've got giant lizards with huge shields, which as a child I fucking loved. I thought they were the mm. coolest things ever. When mm. you play Star Wars Battlefront, playing that level is fucking amazing when you fight all the Gungans because they've got the... Anyway, moving on, I'm getting distracted. Um, like, <laughs> I don't understand how like these shields deflect bullets and stuff, but they can't stop metal droids from coming through wouldn't they be whatever it just it's so dumb like it's such a dumb battle and it's generic it's just plain green field there's no blood or dirt or grit to it it's just this plain green field and these fucking droids just kind of marching to their deaths and the gungans are fucking trying to fuck shit up and then ah oh, it's ridiculous it's such a crazy thing my God, the whole thing's just weird. Yeah, um, with with the everything happening at the same time, I actually kind of dug that um, because wasn't that the whole point that the battle was the like the distraction and the real like war that they were going to go was um, Padme and yeah, and but I mean Robert. we're talking about a movie that's too much already. We don't have one protagonist, we don't have anything, and then it's just reinforced by having four different battles with all of the main characters split up into the separate battles. And, like, so much is going on in each one, and it was just really hard. I, even for me, anyway. Just to kind of, like, pay attention to one thing at a time. Like, I just wanted... Really, we all know what we wanted to see. We wanted to fucking see Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon fight Darth Maul. That's what yeah. we want to watch. Yeah. We don't want to watch Gungans. We don't give a fuck about Padme fucking shooting droids. We just want to watch Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and maybe Anakin in the Starship, because that's fucking... I love... Like, the space battles are great. I thought it was cool, but it's very short. I, I don't want to fucking see these other two things. It's annoying. Have Padme in the fight, like, in one of these fights. Have her in the fray somehow. Why have two things? It's so ridiculous. Like, four things. It's so ridiculous. Ah. Yeah, I, look, I, I don't know. I don't really have a problem with it at all. And in fact, I think it works quite well. Um, like, yeah, I'm not going to deny that the, the Gungans versus fucking droids is silly. But it's also kind of fun. Like this, like I, I like the, uh, like they, they, they're having a go at showing, like these underwater people and their, their different type of weaponry rather than just lasers and fucking whatever. Yeah, like look, it doesn't all make sense, but it was fun to see something different. Um, it was fun to see that they were trying some, like trying to bring something new to the table in terms of like weaponry and and these the characters of this army my biggest problem is that the droids are just fucking dumb roger roger like yeah, what like the stormtroopers were fucking just shit but they were cool though you know they would they were... well they, they've got some sort of intimidation to yeah, them they... yeah that's right and these guys they look like fucking crickets and they're, they're not, running around they're not threatening at all. Yeah, talking in a stupid like robot voice. It's just like, like can't we just make them an alien? <laughs> like make them aliens. Make them whatever those friggin' trade federation things were, those Chinese yeah, fucking pretty much. aliens. Which it's so funny because when this movie started up, and I'll, I'll actually go into what I think about how this movie looks in a little bit, but like those fucking whatever those trade federation what what race are they are they just trade federation is that what they are those chinese no, no. things i don't know what race they are but they're not it's not called trade federation yeah i know that's I'm, i was yeah. trying to hear it throughout i'm sure they say it somewhere but there's so many freaking races that i couldn't keep up with it mm. but they look fucking fantastic to start with when they walk in i'm like wow they're like those prosthetics or whatever the hell they've done with it looks really cool and then they talk and it's in this stupid like 
stereotypical Chinese accent. Like, obviously, they're like Korean dictators or something like that, you know, and <laughs> it's just so, so dumb. Sorry, I went off on a tangent there. But going back to the to that battle, I I was okay with it. Jar Jar was just being stupid in it, so he kind of pissed me off. But I, I did, I do like that how he asses a few kills, like, you know, he accidentally throws that bomb thing into the tank and it does whatever. And But it's him him becoming um, a general or whatever he was in the army. That could have been so much more fun. Like, that's what they should have focused on in that, in that scene is just if they're going to have him around, this could be his redeeming moment that he's not such yeah. a fuck up and he actually does something wrong. But he doesn't. And he's still a fuck up the he's, whole time. He's, yeah. he's even more of a fuck up, if anything. But saying that, look, I, yeah, that was silly, but it, I was okay with it. I liked the way it looked. Um, when, the, when the droids came out of those little, like, you know, they're all folded up in that assembly line sort of thing when yeah. the machines like bring him out, that was fucking cool. I, I liked that. But then. The thing with um, with um, Princess fucking what's her name, Padme. She has so many fucking names. What's her, what's Padme the princess Padme Amidala. Name? Yeah. So when when Princess Amidala's in there, you know, doing her thing, I was actually happy to see it happening because finally we've got to these battles and such because it's it's kind of built up to this moment the whole way through the film, talking about all this trade federation, fucking treaties, and blah 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 blah. It's all. Okay, now we're just going to go in and fucking get our, you know, get Naboo back. So I dug it. I was happy to see that they were being proactive and not going the political route like this movie does for so much. I was just happy to see them getting in there with their blasters and doing their things. Qui-Gon and fucking Obi-Wan are in there kicking some ass as well. And then, okay, yep, they split off again. Yeah, we get the fucking showdown finally, which is fan-fucking-tastic. That fight with Darth Maul is awesome we needed so much more of that people people talk smack about it because it's all like you know fireworks and fancy and doesn't no real no real like passion in it or anything but i fucking love it man it's so badass really no passion is that what they say yeah because like they're just swinging around and like doing twirls and shit it's fucking awesome there is there is a lot of twirls but it's so the only the only thing i will say um is like there's there's one part where Darth Maul's kind of backing up and you can see he's like just backing up into the, you know, the stunt area where they're going to yeah. have that fight. Like that's the only part that I didn't like, but I, don't, I didn't mind them jumping up and down. It just shows like how fucking agile and quick these guys are. Um, and, and you do legitimately fear like, you're like, how can they beat this guy? Like he's fucking, he's taking everything they're throwing at him. And you know, one of them's going to die like at least, and it does, and I'm glad that that happens. Like as much oh as I, God. as much as I, um, you know, you know, we all love Liam Neeson, but fucking, it was that's a moment, and it's a great yeah. moment too. It's, it is a great moment. It's yeah. a fucking shitty death, to be honest. Yeah, it could have been a little bit more, but like, but, like, really. I do like, I do like just before it as well when you know with the um those red fucking shield things going up, I I found that kind of cool, like that they had to wait. To start the killing again, and and that it's that's the reason that Obi Wan can't be there to you know sort of help. Yeah, I just like he just kind of like gets his fucking chin whacked and he's just dead. Like I was hoping for more of like a fucking brutal. The lightsaber goes through him. <laughs> yeah, but he just like he's like <laughs> if you watch the scene again, they're fighting and Darth Maul just repeatedly like starts bumping his lightsaber up like whacking him in the chin and it just looks fucking silly i was just hoping it was more of sort of a brutal sort of like kind of tortures him a little bit like just fucking demolishes yeah. him he just stabs him and lets him sit there 
Yeah, yeah, no, I, from from my, you know, I, I seem to have remembered that Qui-Gon went down the pit, but um, yeah, he just sort of sits there so he can have that final line, like, so you need to train the boy, which, you know, needed to be done, but it could have been done a little cooler, but I, I don't know, I'm okay with it. I like him getting there. When the lightsaber does go through him, it's, it's actually kind of like, oh, fuck, because that never happens. You barely ever see a lightsaber go through anyone. Like, you barely yeah. ever see a lightsaber kill anyone. They're always, like, you know, deflecting it or fucking using bullets to shoot other people or whatever. But this time, one goes through, and it's, it's, it's actually quite surprising and horrific. That And Qui-Gon as well, like, one that you're like, oh, shit. Well, we know that Obi-Wan's going to get through, so... Um, yeah, fucking good, old, good job, Obi. But, like, I don't know. I just... But when, when um, Obi-Wan gets... I was a bit um, disappointed in Darth Maul's death, though, because, like, yeah, it's all fucking very cool. I love cool. Darth Maul's death. Oh, you reckon? Yeah, like, I loved it. He gets cocky. He's getting arrogant. Fucking Obi-Wan jumps up. I, d- I didn't believe guy. it because of one reason. I like I like the jump up. I like. I, I guess I like the kill in itself, but I yeah. don't like that Darth Maul doesn't put up a defense because there is, you know, he's... A, you know, a Sith Lord or Jedi. I don't know. Sith Lords, Jedis? They're Jedis, aren't they? Or they're like the Dark Jedis. Is that what they... What's this? With... Sith aren't Jedi. Yeah, so he, but he's he's trained as well as a Jedi, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he can keep... Like, obviously, he's fucking badass. We've seen him fight. Yeah. So, fucking, when... When... He, when um Ewan McGregor flips up over him and it's all fucking very cool, there's just this moment of, like, Darth Maul being like, oh, shit, what the fuck? I was like, yeah. I, don't, I don't believe that. He, no, yeah, no you're way right. like it should have been I, I would have liked a more trickier way of them killing him I liked it because Darth Maul starts getting character like he's cocky and he's like and he's like he's starting to get fucking like he's like I've won he's like toying with him smacking the like kind of smacking the the side of the the pit, the pit with his lightsaber yeah. like he's getting arrogant he doesn't care as much anymore and yeah. then that like his focus his lack of focus is what ruins him and i really enjoyed that but I, I i think the biggest issue for you as well david is that we both wanted everyone wants Darth Maul to live like you want this character to be in four in, in five and six like you want this character to be this big deal yeah, yeah. and he's not he's just a lackey and that's why it's such an issue disappointment i did i did have hope though um and and watching it again because you know he kind of like just when he's falling down he sort of turns into like a fucking phantom or something yeah like, yeah he, he, he just sort of deteriorates he just falls into the pit but but he's like his body's going away he's like a he's like a cloth he does kind of like what um what Obi Wan does in, sure? in a new I don't hope. Remember him doing that. Like as he's going down, look look at it again. Like he's he, uh, it's not it doesn't look uh, like his body. Like and maybe uh, this is just me. But he um death. when he's falling down, it looks like his it's just his head on like a fucking cloth or something. And that's and that to me, I was like, oh, he's like done some sort of fucking weird Sith trick where he's like yeah. transferred. And I was like, oh, yeah, it doesn't happen. But no, it does that, not. That could just be my hopeful mind making up things. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. I, like that. Well, that's the way I remember as a kid, and I noticed I was watching it here again, and I and I didn't see. I can't see his legs, so I'm like, I don't know. Um. No, he doesn't. He just falls. He just straight up falls the whole time. Yeah, but it doesn't look like his body is falling. It looks like yeah, it does. I'm watching it. I don't know. He just falls. All the way down. See ya. Right. Bye, cunt. <laughs>
<laughs> watch Bye, we'll never see you again for the rest of the fucking yeah. saga, even though everyone loves you. But he you came know. back in the Clone Wars actually in the in the animated series with robot legs. Um, oh, cool. Well, there you go. See, I told yeah. you he has no legs. Fuck. Pretty much. Speaking of which, I want to bring something up that made me piss myself. That has nothing to do with this. David's girlfriend, Beck, put up a photo yesterday of her with her dog. And I wrote, oh, David, you got a haircut. And in two separate comments, Fish has written, oh, you noticed. And then <laughs> afterwards, as if he's thought about what I've written and then, and then gotten upset, he's written, fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, I couldn't stop laughing. Oh, my God. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. I sort of had to... Always <laughs> tripping on me. Shit. Oh, well, listen, look, we, look, we've been fucking... We're ragging on this. And yeah. I, I do want to say some nice things because, man, this movie fucking looks incredible. This world is fucking beautiful. Do, yeah. Would you agree with me on this? Yeah, of course. The the set design and the, and the production itself and the way it's shot, it's lovely. Like, it's gorgeous. It's such it a pretty film. And it really stands up. Like, this is what, like, 99? Is that when it came uh, out? Yeah, 99. So, like, it's fairly old now. And, you know, as a kid, I remember it looking really cool. But watching watching it again now, I'm, I, you know, I watched it on the Blu-ray. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Everything is so pretty. The colors are great. It's, you know, even, like, it's it's shot pretty statically. But it's it, it looks awesome because everything in the world just is just pristine. Like even when we go down into the um you know the underwater bits and you see all those fucking um, big fish <laughs> that come and try to attack the, oh, yeah. the bongo. Uh, oh chill. man, like that's that's there's actually one of the things. There's always a bigger I'm, one. That's, yeah, there's yeah, always a great scene. There's always a bigger fish. That's the stuff I remembered as a kid as well because they were the, like the closest to dinosaurs. So they you know that's fucking cool to me. But they look they still stand up. The animation in that is fucking great. Like it looks really good. As much as all the politics and all the crappy writing and the performances and such is in there, I I still can't help but get drawn into this film. And I think it's a big it's a big like tip of the hat too that it is so cool and inviting in itself the way it looks. But even like I was you know especially this time watching I was trying to really fucking focus on what all this trade federation bullshit was and a lot of people say that it's boring but i can't i don't think i can say that i was actually bored watching this film i can <laughs> yeah. i i um i just didn't enjoy that that stuff even like it's just the politics is just such a fucking like why 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 do it you oh, know? I definitely ask why, but like when I'm forced to watch this film for this fucking podcast, I'm trying oh, to find yeah. some, you know, some, some positive enjoyable out of and, it. Yeah, but for sure. I, I can honestly say that, you know, for the two and hours and 16 minutes that it runs, I wasn't like, fuck, like checking my watch through it. I was, I, you know, and, and it is, it is a, a testament to the, I, I think it's the way that all the Star Wars films have been edited from the start. You know, it's always, they use the use of the wipe and stuff. Everything just keeps moving. Um, yeah. Even even when there's not really much happening, and I, and you know normally I wouldn't like weird Star wipes and shit like that, but it's, it's it, fucking it, Star Wars. It works for this. It really does, and and it it keeps that fucking momentum up, even though there's no momentum really with all this you know politicians talking. But yeah, I will say that. Like I feel like I really need to defend that because I don't like I'm not gonna obviously go and watch this again tomorrow, but I, I probably would watch it again. But I'm I, I have watched it many times. I can I can gladly say, um, 
But at the same time, I resent myself for liking this movie as much as I did growing up. I fucking loved this movie. I was obsessed. Um, I don't know. I thought it was boring, man. I, I genuinely just did not enjoy that aspect of it when it came to it. Like, the politics are fucking boring. Like, I was re-watching the trailer the other day for it, and I'm like, wow, even in the trailer, they couldn't escape the politics, and they're fucking boring in this as well. Oh, really? Yeah, there's never a point where I'm, I'm like, having a good time watching these the, the, the them talk about Trade Federation shit. Oh, no. It only gets gets slightly more interesting in two and three, but it's still fucking boring. Yeah, I... So does, does the politics continue in the other two? Of course it Is does. It- is yeah, it, it has to. Yeah, very, very little though. They they try to avoid it as much as possible. And because two and three are are better, in my opinion, than number one, I believe that it's it's kind of it's more important. It's more relevant. And this one is just fucking annoying. You know what's funny? It's funny because I never remember any of the politics and shit. Obviously, yeah. from being a kid, because it didn't mean anything to me. And you just remember cool lightsabers and pod races and such. Yeah. And um, I my <laughs> my biggest connection to Star Wars has always been um, the Weird Al song, The Saga Begins. Uh, do, have I've you ever never, heard that? I've never heard it, no. Are you, do you know who Weird Al is? Like, he does yeah, parodies yeah, yeah. and Weird shit. And he, yeah. he parodied um, American Pie with a song about episode one. And I'll be using it for this podcast, by the way. And <laughs> it's yeah. it's the, the main the main um, chorus is like, my, my, this here Anakin guy, maybe Vader <laughs> someday later, now he's just a small fry. So it's like, but he goes through the entire, like, plot of episode one. Wow. But the plot is all about Anakin and, you know, um, it, you know it starts off with, the, the the opening scene, so it only goes through all the cool stuff. Like he's like, you know, we we caught a ride back to Naboo because Queen Amidala wanted to, and then talk about the big fucking battle at the end. And that's what, all I remember is all the cool scenes that Weird Al fucking talks about. And then you actually go and watch the movie, and you're like, wow, this movie's not really about that at all. It's about fucking all this other shit. But it's funny, even Weird Al was like, man, you need to cut that shit out. Didn't sing one minute about fucking trade federations and shit like that. He's <laughs> just Jesus. just the cool battles, yeah. So that's tip of the hat there for Mister Mister Yankovic. But um, yeah. Sorry. No, I'm done. I've I've spoken about this movie enough. All right. Well, finish this off. Um. Honestly, I love Star Wars. I'm a huge fan, but this movie just I can't. I can't. Like bar nostalgia, which which is my driving force for the original trilogy. Anyway, I I'm not. I just, it's not like I can sit here and watch this all the time. It's not, it's not four, five, and six. I, I just, I don't know what to say anymore. All I do is think about how bad this movie is. I was in the car the other day thinking about, like, before we decided to do this, about what I really don't like about it. There's a lot of things, and we've spoken about it. It's just a, it's a film that had so much potential to do things right, and it does literally none of it right. Like, nothing except for the last 10 minutes, which is still kind of fucked up, in my opinion. I give this film a 2 out of 5. Ho, ho, ho. Even nostalgia couldn't get it into a 2.5. Shit. That's crazy. All right. Um, you know what I would love to do? I'd love to go back in time, me and you, go back to the fucking premiere of episode one, and, you know, just with the knowledge that we have now and just sit there and watch all like the star Wars fans faces drop drop as yeah. the film goes on. Cause like, you know, you know, there's always like, and it's, this probably happened to a lot of the films that we've reviewed. Um, Black mass being one of them. Actually, I remember, I feel like I, I should like a movie got like, usually you walk into a movie and you've got a good idea whether you're probably going to like it or not. 
um yeah initially like it's a cool concept it's like you know star wars like come on star wars fans are probably always gonna love a star wars movie uh at least walking in That's and it. then and then and i could have just imagined the halfway point i had it with prometheus i know this point you get halfway through the film and then you start to realize i'm not actually liking this film <laughs> fuck and then you start to get really angry because you're like you feel betrayed <laughs> and that's how Jesus. i guess i guess like you would probably have felt if you saw it for, you know after yeah, if you were old enough to see it after seeing the original trilogy first and then going to see that i'm, I'm sure you would be even more pissed off in this review right now um, probably but, but look i I'm I'm finding it really hard to hate on this movie though because I don't have that fanboy connection that you did. I don't have I've never had a fanboy connection to to me this has always been my Star Wars film. This is the one that I had the most connection to as a kid and that nostalgia feeling is really driving me much like it was yourself um but I don't have the other st- stuff to sort of come in and battle with it because I still like seeing these characters. I still remember playing the video games of this and being Qui-Gon and being Obi-Wan in the, that opening scene. I remember those fucking cool little rolling ball droid things that come out. Like, there's all these really cool parts of this film droids, yeah. that is just it just sticks with me. And like I said, I, I'm just drawn in. I'm absolutely 100% drawn into this film. And I I do question the 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 politics of it. I don't. I it didn't get to the point where I was bored. But if I watch it again, it probably would because this. I think this is the first time I've actually understood this film. So that's yeah. I don't know. I I can't say that it's as bad as it is made out to be in comparison to the rest of the tr- of the um in yeah. comparison to the rest of the saga yes really it's fucking horrible like like compared to the original trilogy which i've watched the most um i've only lately i've probably only seen a new hope the most i've seen that i only watched that one not too long ago so like i know a new hope shits all over this easily like and i can understand that so i can understand why people would be upset it would be like me coming in and seeing a jurassic park film that said it was more about the politics of the dinosaurs rather than dinosaurs killing people. I don't want to see that. That's fucking yep. stupid. But I don't have that fanboy connection. So I my nostalgia's reigning a bit stronger than yours. Um and I think I think it mainly comes down to that I like the pod the the pod races. Because the pod races yeah. are cool. And I'll watch a whole fucking movie about pod races. I don't even give a shit. And most of this movie is about the pod races. Um so I give, I'd probably give it a three. Three out of five. Wow. Nice. But from here we've got um a few more Star Wars movies. But we're oh, not gonna got... do we're not gonna do one next week. No, we're aren't co- we doing clones next week? No, next week we have uh because it's around that Halloween time and we got a pad out a few weeks because we actually had more weeks than <laughs> we thought we oh, fuck, we had yeah. leading up to the thing. So we've got a few we're gonna go actually go see a few movies in between these Star Wars films. So next week we're gonna actually talk about the last Witch Hunter. Vin Diesel's, uh, I guess it's the Halloween movie. Oh shit, we're seeing that, right? Yeah, okay. so that's that's next week's review, and then we're into um, Attack of the Clones. Um, nice. So we're going to take a break from Star Wars, go look at some Vin Diesel shit, and then talk about Attack of the Clones, and then after that, I think we are talking Spectre, and then Revenge. and then a very special uh, midnight screening of The Hunger Games. 
which we haven't really figured out how we're going to do that, but we are going to watch the midnight screening and we're going to review it straight after. So that's going to be fun. Then Revenge of the Sith. And then I think we just smash through the rest of them until we get to the big daddy fucking uh, The Force Awakens. Um, But I'm interested to see because I haven't seen two and three, episode two and three since the cinema. And I don't remember liking episode two at all. I remember thinking it was really cool when Yoda fucking kicks a lot of ass, but I don't remember anything else of the film. Um, yeah, I don't think that's opinion. That opinion is going to change, to be honest. Okay. Well, I, well, I'm I'm just interested because you just said that you like the other, like you like two and three better than number one. So with me, like being like, oh, number one's okay. Yeah, I don't in- like number one. I'm interested to see how two and three are going to go because I, I I I remember loving three though. General Grievous, that got is he, like forearms. He had like four yeah. fucking lightsaber. I remember that. I, was, I had the toy of him. That was cool. I had a General Grievous toy as well. I got <laughs> shitty at my mum. I'm like, mum, I need to get the General Grievous toy. She's like, all right, all right, all right, I'll get you. I'm like, mum, no, seriously, I need to get the General Grievous toy. And she's like, okay, I'll get you the fucking toy. And I'm like, make sure it's the the actual movie toy with four arms. I don't want <laughs> him with two arms. I don't want the cartoon version. And I remember she got me the cartoon version and I was so upset. I was like, mum, oh, what the fuck? No. I was genuinely mad. Like, I can't believe how much, like, how upset I was because I wanted... I really wanted the fucking toy the, the to be one, yeah. the badass one. I was so cut. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can I can hear that because I remember I I well I, I think I did the mid yeah I did I did a midnight screening for Revenge of the Sith and then the, the very next morning the first thing I did was go out and get a General Grievous because I was like I need that I need this General and Grievous if I couldn't have found it if all I could have found was a shitty cartoon version of it there there would have been some anger so yeah, I, hear salty. Yeah. I hear you I hear you. Well, listen, um, hey, thanks for listening to this very first episode of our massive retrospective of the Star Wars saga. Um, It's been fun. I'm sure it's going to get even more fun talking about the rest of the uh, prequels. Um, I'm I'm really interested to see where this goes. But um, you can get on our iTunes and, and subscribe and you can get every single one of these episodes as well as every other fucking movie review we've ever done. We're nearly, we're hitting on 60 soon. I think, I think we might be on 60 next week. I can't remember, but I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah, fucking hell. We've been, we've been doing this for a while. So we're, you know, we like to think that we, um, we're we're good at it. (laughs) We like to, but yeah, yeah, that's it. But, um, yeah, guys, until next week. Play the music, fish. In my mind, a fear and a good guy. Maybe Vader someday later. Just a small fry And he left his home And kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the very first episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movies Star Wars Retrospective Series We hope you've enjoyed it And we'll see you next week Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track, The Saga Begins, is performed by Weird Al Yankovic. And the Jedi I admire most Met up with Darth Maul and now he's toast Well, I'm still here and he's a ghost I guess I'll train this boy and I was singing my my this here Anakin guy maybe they
small fry And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi We were singing My, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi